Hey, everybody. Um, you know, you're hearing some reports out of Ukraine, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Russia, Ukraine, and oil. Uh, and today is uh, Thursday, the 24th of February, 2022. Uh, that actually the Russians didn't get some of their first day objectives due to the stiff resistance of the Ukrainians. The only problem is it looks like the Ukrainians have lost their air force and their air defense systems, which means they're going to get relentlessly pounded from the air. <coughs> and that pounding, and you got to hunker down. It cuts down on your movement. It's, um, you know, unless somebody goes in there and helps them get their air defenses back up and get an air force up and running. Um, and I don't know if anybody's going to do that since Putin basically threatened nuclear weapons on anybody that, that opposes him. And oh, by the way, he wants the three Baltic countries back. He wants Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. He wants the old USSR back. I mean, I don't know where this ends. He also wants NATO to be rolled back to the, you know, basically pre-East German days. <sighs> um, and we're not sanctioning oil. And the Biden administration is not, they're wanting Russian energy to still flow out because they've screwed the energy policy up so much. And I know it's going to upset some liberals. It's going to upset some people when I say this. But one thing, Donald J. Trump had the United States export more oil than we were. I mean, we were a net surplus country. We were pulling more oil out of the ground than we were using. You know, just the regulatory system and who's regulating stuff and the attitude of that can make a huge difference. You know, if you, if you want less of something, you know, I always used to talk about, well, you tax it, you tax it or regulate it. And it's easier to regulate it because to tax it, you got to get Congress to go along with that. But to regulate it, you don't. You just got to get your people in there and change how you do things. Um, same way, if you want less of it, you just regulate it. And, and, you know, Trump got rid of a lot of the regulation stuff. And I know you're going to say I'm talking about Trump, but, yeah, Biden got in there and he bowed down to the climate extremists. He bowed down to the green energy people. Uh, and, you know, if he really, really, really wants to hurt Putin, you drop the price of oil to 50 bucks a barrel because Putin can't afford to have a war at 50 bucks a barrel. Putin's got to come up with enough money to keep every, everything going in Russia, including a very expensive war he's got going on right now. And if you would cut the price of oil, and you're going to say, well, how do you do that? Well, number one, offshore leases, you open them all up. Number two, Biden shut all that federal land off. You open that back up. Number three, you open Alaska back up. Number four, you say, we're going to build pipelines, we're going to do whatever. Five, you probably throw some subsidy money at some stuff to get it moving. Six, you probably like, okay, we're going to go back and, and generate some electricity with coal so we can free up the natural gas. And you know what? There's a bunch of coal plants that probably need upgrades and retrofitted and everything else. And nobody's going to spend that money to do that because they figure the coal's going to go away and everybody's going to shut the coal down. Plus, you have all these corporations and corporate boards that have all went green. And so is it a religion to them or are they willing to sacrifice some of their greenness to win the war? 
And the way you win this war is by economically making Russia not be able to afford to do war anymore. Now, that may not help Ukraine, but it sure may help the next one, and it sure may help the next stuff. I mean, Putin's done everything to raise the price of oil, which has made him in Russia a ton of money. A ton of money. And our oil policy, our, our energy policy, you know, and, and don't, don't, don't forget, they know it too. The green weenies know they need to have expensive energy so their alternative stuff works economically. Because it doesn't work economically when you got cheap carbon-based energy. So they have to get the price of oil up to make their alternative energy work. And, and, and the thing is, we're, we're hurting the United States economy and, and the stock market right now. You know, stock market's going down. A lot of people are losing a lot of money, but we can't raise interest rates or can't lower interest rates because they're pretty low. You know, they, we probably won't raise interest rates now. We probably will just stay out of the raising interest rates scenario. And they'll blame the war for this. They're going to blame the war and Trump for everything. Believe me. Um, but if you really want to put the hurt to Russia, you get cheaper oil and you get cheaper oil right away. And there's a lot of that. And, and, it's, and then that's not just releasing a little bit out of these reserves and getting other country to release out of reserves. That's pumping more oil out of the ground. That's refining more oil. That's becoming energy independent. And, I mean, Biden did so many things when he first got in there to, 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 to ruin energy independence by the United States. And I'm telling you, if, if, bear, if oil was 40, 50 bucks a barrel, yeah. And, and you farmers out there, I get it. Corn would not be near as high price because ethanol wouldn't be as competitive. But we're going we're gonna to pay for all these high prices on the other end of higher input costs and everything else. It, it's all going to equal out in the end. And I just, it, it's just so frustrating that the solution to all this is cheaper energy. And cheaper energy means inflation goes down. Because energy's in everything. If you transport it, energy's in it. If you manufacture it, energy's in it. If you package it, energy's in it. Everything's got energy in it. And if you cheapen energy, you cheapen inflation. And if you cheapen energy, Russia doesn't have as much money to go screwing around doing stuff. But at 100 bucks a barrel or 90 bucks a barrel or 80 bucks a barrel, even 70 bucks a barrel, Putin's got plenty of money to screw around with. We need to have an energy policy that gets abundant, affordable energy just like we've always had abundant, affordable food. But I tell you what, this energy stuff pushes us up. And we, we need to have a national conversation, too, about are we going to go back to where we're going to mine potash and phosphate and manufacture fertilizer on our own soil? Are we going to manufacture computer chips on our own soil? What is it? Freon or neon gas? One of them, maybe it's neon gas they use in the computer chip making and Ukraine makes a whole bunch of it. 
We regulated ourselves out of existence. At the end of the day, I think we're going to look back on this and say, what in the world were we thinking of? You know, we became a you know service economy. Let's go, but you know, record betting on sports. That's how we're going to get ahead. Is betting on sports, woohoo! Instead of actually building stuff, making things, drilling oil out of the ground. Let's pay people to go drill oil. Let's let's get moving on it, and let's bust this price of oil and make it where Putin cannot afford the war. You take the money away from him, he's got lots of problems. And they, they get so much, so much of it off of energy. Now, I understand why Europe's kind of went green, because Europe depends on Russia for a lot of energy. So two things Europe's got to do. One, quit closing your nuke plants. And two, quit closing your coal plants. Because there's places Europe still has coal, and the, and the nuke plants don't need a whole lot of Outside stuff to make a lot of energy. But oh, that stuff's bad. That stuff's bad. So let's go get let's go get our energy from the bad man Putin so he can fund another war. I mean, yeah, John Kerry saying, Well, I hope Putin stays with his climate change initiative stuff. Oh my God. Is that guy really that nuts? And what I mean nuts, I mean crazy. Because you got to be crazy to be thinking like that. Uh, I feel for the Ukrainian people. They're getting bombed right now. They're getting slammed. They're, they're going to they're gonna have authoritarian rule put back over the top of them. Anybody that's had anything to do with this Ukrainian government or that, you know, the color revolution that went on there and what was it, 14? Um. You know, you know the Russians have killed lists. And they're going to go just execute people. No, no jury, no trial, no nothing. And we're not going to take away Putin's money by taking the price of oil down. And I know they're going to say, well, inflation, inflation, inflation. We've we got to have that Russian oil. We've got a whole bunch here, folks, if we just go get it. Quit putting it off limits. Oh, you could see this one coming. You know, the, the, like two days into Biden's presidency, he started signing all this energy stuff. And you're like, this thing's coming. It's coming like a freight train. I know that, that's one reason my wife got bullish on the grains. Because... Biden's going to raise the price of energy. He raises the price of energy. You know, soybean oil's energy, ethanol's energy. Um, gr- gr- grains are energy. You know, even meats or proteins, it's all energy. It's energy to make bodies grow, whether it's human body or uh, animal body. Whew. We're in a heck of a mess. Like I said, we can't raise interest rates, or excuse me, can't lower interest rates to get stock market higher. So we're going to just just take that beating. We've done a bunch of crazy energy policy stuff that has gotten us absolutely in a heck of a mess. 
And I know there's farmers out there, oh my God, we got $17 beans and $7 corn and you know $10 wheat. Yeah, we do. And you're going to have million-dollar combines. You're going to have $1,500 ton anhydrous. I mean, you better get your line of credit lined up for next year's boys and girls because it's going to be big. It's going to be monstrous. It's going to be scary. You know, when you're handling 100 bucks and you have 10% slippage, that's eh, only $10. You, you can kind of maybe keep track and cut that slippage on 10 bucks. So maybe you're only really slipping five or six bucks. Problem is, when you're handling $100,000, 10% slippage is $10,000. It's a little bit harder to maybe put your handle on it and hands on everything that you're spending $10,000 on. Now, uh, handling more money, you also have the opportunity to make more money, but you have, the, the if things go south on you, the hole is much bigger. You know, I, I use this example back in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, to buy seed corn and fertilizer. I'd, I'd need to go get like $30,000 in the spring of the year. Well, if I ever got in a situation where I couldn't pay that 30000 back to the bank, I'd go get a job and make $30,000 a year and pay it off. You know, fast forward to now, that $30,000, I need to come up, and, and, and luckily I'm able to finance more. I need to come up with way over $300,000. You know, more like four or five, well, probably four seventy-five, really, if you got down to it. And luckily, I'm able to self-finance a large portion of that. But if, but if I was a young farmer like I was back in the '80s, early '90s, that's a lot of money I'd have to come up with. And you know what? If something went wrong, you wouldn't be able to go get a job and pay that off overnight. You know, the risk-reward ratio is just so much bigger. And we got people at the helm that are more, John Kerry, I'll use that as an example, more worried about climate change stuff than he is about the war in Ukraine. And I know they're going to say, oh, well, that was always the Russian influence. They're just going to take it, you know. Didn't have to be. But we gave it to Putin on a silver platter, and we're paying for it by having high-priced oil. And we are paying for it, paying the high-priced oil. Because we shut down a whole bunch of stuff in the United States on drilling. You got to drill for oil to get oil. And you know what? Right now, we probably ought to be subsidizing these oil drillers to have them drill more oil. So the price of oil does what? Goes down. And not only does that help inflation in the United States... It takes money out of Putin and the Russians' pockets to do mischief. Well, I beat this horse dead enough. I mean, I, I'm just a dumb old farm boy. And if I can figure this thing out, but the, the people running this thing can't, well, maybe it's won't. As a friend of mine said, they're not that stupid. This, this is planned on purpose. And that's scary. Well, hey, 
smartest audience in agriculture. Oil, Russia, Ukraine, and United States energy policy. Wow. What, what, a, what a screwed up, mixed up mess we have ourselves in. Well, hey, we'll sleep on it, see what happens tomorrow. Smartest audience in agriculture. Thanks for listening.